بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my brothers and sisters and elders today we seem to be living in a world and society surrounded by bad news every tv channel every newspaper social media and so on is full of bad news what is happening in palestine what is happening in iraq what is happening in uh, yemen what is happening in ukraine that putin is about to explode a tactical nuclear device and we are about to go into the third world war and then of course covid and so on and so on right constantly <clears throat> find me anywhere in the world except unless you go search for it any news channel any tv channel which informs you that today as we speak 200000 people are coming off the poverty line which is people who live on less than 2 dollars a day 200,000 people are coming off the poverty line every day. Find me this headline. This is the truth, incidentally. But find any major or minor, except for specialist channels, who report this. 200,000 people, 2 lakh people coming off the poverty line meaning they are now earning more than $2. You might say, well, you know, earning more than $2 is a big deal, but earning more than less than $2? So for somebody who is earning less than $2, earning more than $2 is a big deal. You won't find this. So I decided to do a bit of, uh, you'll get more of this in my Jumaah Khutbah this, this week, inshallah, but I decided to do a bit of comparison to see the so-called good old days, which we think of as good old days, how really good and old they were. They were old, certainly, but... And I didn't, I decided not, I mean, I, alhamdulillah, history is my subject, so I can go back very far back. But I, I thought there's no point in going, going too far back. Let me go back to my own lifetime. So when I was growing up, I'm looking at 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, this four decades. From 80s to 2020 is another 40 years. So we are not talking about that. We are talking about between 50s to 80s. We had no refrigerator. Not because there was... I don't know if refrigerators had been invented. Maybe maybe they were not even invented. But if they were, certainly they were not in my part of the world, in India. No refrigerator. Obviously no air conditioning. Obviously no central heating. We used to get power supply most days about two hours a day out of 24 hours. So 22 hours, the light bulbs were decoration. Right? Um, we had no plastics, which today seems like a wonderful thing. But when plastics came, we thought it was the best thing that happened. No plastics. Can you believe it? Absolutely no plastics of any kind. Wasn't there. Hadn't been invented. Bottles were glass, chairs were 
either either metal, GI or wood, and so on. Buckets were what they used to call zinc, but it was not zinc; it was galvanized iron, GI. There was no hot and cold running water. You wanted hot water; it was heated in what is called a samavar. Some Pakistanis will know. Afghanistan, sir. So it used to be heated outside, outdoors, wood fire, samavar, and then it would be brought into the house, and you had a you mix that hot and cold water in a bucket, and you had your bath. Hmm. There was no cooking gas. There was obviously no cooking electricity. Food was cooked on a wood stove. Today it's a luxury. Those days it was had to be done. There was no other way. Wood stove outdoors because indoors it would make a huge amount of smoke in the whole house. So wood stove or or coals. Not because of lack of money, but the my point is that. even for people with money even for people who had wealth and position this was the quality and standard of life we had a car one car nobody had more than one car we had one car a fiat italian and uh, most people had no cars at all you you went by bus or you cycled or something My father, before he was a, he was a physician and a surgeon himself, but before he was fifty, he had three heart attacks. There was no bypass surgery. Bypass surgery only happened in 1967 when Dr. Rene Favaloro did the first bypass operation in Cleveland Clinic here in America. So in the early 60s and 50s, when my father had three heart attacks, there was no bypass surgery. It didn't exist. the cure for heart attacks was just take rest right eat less meat in i in my country we eat meat three times a day <laughs> then today our big news is covid right so we are running scared everybody everybody running scared huh? you you drinking lysol and god knows what you are doing so 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 frightened and terrified of covid 541 ce common era happened the justinian what is called the justinian plague because the roman emperor was justinian 541 is the time of isa sallam in the justinian plague The world population at that time was 100 million. 50 million people died. Half the world population was finished. In the Middle East, 40 percent of the population of the Middle East finished. People like Sahaba, like uh, Muad bin Jabal, Sahaba like uh, Abu Ubaidah ibn Al Jarrah, Radhiyallahu anhuma, and others all died in the Justinian plague. The kill rate. the fatality rate of the justinian plague was 78% 78% the minute you saw these symptoms within 2 days you were dead if you had a enormous fantastic constitution you lasted 5 days and then you were dead in one month the population of constantinople was halved 
50% of the people in Constantinople died in one month. They could not bury, the people could not bury the dead. So they left them there. Smallpox. I remember, and I'm sure all of you remember, people with marks on their faces, smallpox marks. I know people in, in, you know, when, when we were growing up, smallpox. Smallpox, smallpox has a fatality rate of 30%, which means one in three die. Three out of ten die. Smallpox in this country, in America, or the Americas, not America alone, North and South America, Native American population, 95% of it was destroyed by smallpox. 95% of Native Americans, what they used to call Red Indians, finished. Um, a lot of them died because right here where you and I are sitting, there was a man by the name of Field Marshal Sir, uh, Lord Jeffrey Amherst, Baron Amherst. Name familiar, right? Why? Because of the town and because of the college. Lord Jeffrey Amherst ordered that the Native Americans should be sold. They made money even there. They should be sold blankets impregnated with, infected with smallpox virus. How did they do that? People who died with smallpox, they rubbed the blanket on, the, on their body and all the pus and the, and, the, and, the, and the blood and so on into the blanket, dried it and sold it to the Native American population who had zero resistance to smallpox. They died like flies. They wiped them out. In Mexico, further down, before the conquest, meaning Spanish conquistadors, before the conquest, the population of Mexico was 11 million people. After the conquest, it was 1 million people. 10 million died, thanks to smallpox. COVID, from which everyone is running scared, at its peak, had a fatality rate of 1.5%. Absolute peak. 1.5%. Compare that to Justinian plague, 78%. Compare that to smallpox, 30%. Hmm? So what must you do when you, at the moment you think of COVID? Immediately fall in sajda and say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. The whole point is that today we are surrounded by bad news. Because bad news sells. I began by saying that, right? And it's not that people there were not afraid of, of the plague. They were afraid. They didn't need media. If all your family dies around you, you don't need media, right? Yeah, that is what was happening. That is exactly what was happening. Media or no media, people knew. 78% means practically everybody was dead, man. They said COVID, I mean, they said plague killed everyone who could die. Now, what more do you want to say? Point I'm making here, my reason for saying all this is not to just give you study. My reason for saying all this to you is, to do one thing, which is go home, on the way buy a notebook, write a headline on that notebook, gratitude journal, journal of shukr. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said what? لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ So, top page, write there gratitude journal. Turn the page, first page, write this ayat of 
Suratul Ibrahim, it is ayah number seven. Write the ayah yourself. And then next page onwards, every day, make this into a habit. You do it, get your children to do it, the youngest and the oldest, everyone. What must they do? Write down ten things that you are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for today. Every day, don't go to sleep, don't go to bed until you write down ten, ten things that you are grateful for today. Right? It doesn't matter every day, you can write the same ten if you want, no problem. But write it, make, make this into an absolute law for yourself that you will not sleep until you write down ten things that you are grateful for today. These ten things may be people that you love, it may be incidents that happen to you, it may be your own faculties, your knowledge, whatever it is. For each one of us, it will be different. Ten things that you are grateful for today. Do this for one month and believe me, you will be the happiest person in the world. Do it for the rest of your life. Read it. Ten years down the road, twenty years down the road, may Allah give you a long and healthy life. Turn back and look at those pages. And then make dua for me. Twenty years down the road, I won't even be. Yes. It's up to you. It's up to you. Good question. What if you don't do it? What? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's up to you. If you do it, Allah will be pleased with you because you will thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will get reward. If you don't do it, then you will probably sit around feeling miserable and, and depressed. Up to you. Right? We all have choices. Inshallah. Jazakumullah khair. Wa sallallahu ala nabi al-kareem wa alihi wa sahbihi wa